So Sage, lead us off whenever you're ready. Perfect. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Part of the Story, Red Deer Public Library's official podcast. You are here with yours truly, Sage Black, and my wonderful host, (laughs) Uh, Claire Brown. And today we are welcoming a special guest. So today our guest is Mary Medinsky. Mary is an administrator at an Alberta agriculture college, and you might know her from places like Twitter, where she tweets under at M. Medinsky. And full disclosure, she is my older sister. (laughs) Not by that much, but like... (laughs) older nonetheless. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sage and Claire, for having me. I'm really looking forward to getting to spend an hour doing something that's not uh, COVID-related. Yes. Yeah. Tangently COVID-related. Wow. This is yeah. our quarantine podcast, <laughs> number three. It is still happening. We're still going strong. <laughs> yeah. So Technolo- or technology even um, is giving us a good go today. So We'll see. Let's, well, let's fingers let's... cross that this... <laughs> This is yeah. dangerous, man. Going. To know that you can record a podcast this easily. I know. I know. I, it's amazing. <laughs> it's so cool. It's pretty like we're finally getting good with this app. Yeah. Which we should give a shout out to this app. It's Anchor. It's a free app. It's easy to set up, easy to use. It's done. We got right. Mary an account. Yeah. yeah. We got Mary an account last week. We are all safely uh social distancing physical distancing we're in our own homes we are in our own homes mary for example is all the way in the comb and here we are so um, So yeah (laughs) so crazy well we're it works the app works so if people are interested in you know have extra time and want to get into it why not anchor is free and start your podcast got something Um, interesting to say say it to the world (laughs) right or you know a couple couple listeners who knows (laughs) yeah exactly a handful it's fine yeah yeah so today or like just put in the ether yeah Yeah, exactly go ahead sorry no all good uh so today (laughs) we kind of wanted to let you all know what we've been getting up to in the quarantine um not really with ourselves but you know what we've been watching reading listening to but kind of like the the grand master of it all yeah our expanded so, version with a special yeah, guest full episode. so that you don't just have to hear our voice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, what we've been liking or shows we have already watched that we would recommend to anyone else if you like all those streamers out there. Yeah, exactly. If, if you like watching TV, I don't know many people who don't. So <laughs> <laughs> especially yeah. right now. Wow. Well, yeah. I know. So I just read an article today that was talking about how um, in the first 10 days of its launch on Netflix, uh, that Tiger King show oh, had like 19 million separate viewers. So like, I'm not that's surprised. pretty amazing. It deserves for, like, it. Streaming. <laughs> yeah. It's funny though, because there's a podcast that I listened to in the fall about the Tiger King. And so mm-hmm. people have been super excited about this show, obviously. And I'm like, I know all about that guy. That guy sucks. <laughs> and it sounds like they paint Carol really meanly in the show. And in the podcast, she was cool. So I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I lean over from the show and from all the memes and now TikTok videos. (laughs) Well, yeah. Because, like, I'm deep in there now. (laughs) But, yeah, so I don't know. So we're going to do our regular format of reading, watching, listening, but it's just going to be an expanded version of of those things. So I don't know, Mary, you want to start us off, like, with a title? What what would you recommend to our listeners? Yeah, sure. So, listeners, I'm a big reader of nonfiction. Um, So I did put some fiction on my list just to break it up. But I wanted to start with uh, a book that I read while I was on maybe my last holiday ever. Um, (laughs) It's called Had It Coming, and it's by Robin Doolittle. 
And so it's, she is a reporter from Ontario and she did a deep dive on Me Too and, you know, rape culture and the evolution of feminism from, you know, sort of the 60s until now. And so a light um, read is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, always. <laughs> Vacation always read. Something, yeah. something yeah. light. Um, yeah. And it's a good compendium to Ronan Farrow's uh, podcast series. Oh, cool. Um, oh, Catch yeah. and Kill. Did you read that book too? I didn't read the book. I just, I listened to the podcast and then I read uh, Doolittle's book. Um, it was super interesting and I couldn't stop talking about it or tweeting about it to people. Um, I'm in like a feminine uh, political book club. And so our picks are always pretty good. And this one, it was really interesting. It really shifted um, my thinking around, you know, we, we talk a lot about, you know, people like Dolly Parton, who we would say like feminism rejected them. Right. Mm -hmm. okay. And yeah. that's why somebody like Dolly Parton would say that she's not a feminist because, you know, in the 60s, she didn't feel welcome. She wasn't welcome. Right. Because she yeah. was done up. She, you know, loved men, which yep. I mean, I think those things, you know, <laughs> don't exclude you from being a feminist. Um, but early feminism, for sure. It did. Like, exactly. Blonde hair. Yeah. Like, Even still, Barbie I feel physique. like there's yeah. kind of like the you could be ousted like a little bit if you you know, don't completely agree with, you know, the morals or values of the really, um, like, radicalized feminists, I guess. <laughs> For sure. I mean, I think, yeah. you know, and I, Doolittle does a really good job of providing a survey and really, like, shifted some of my thoughts around um, you know, alcohol and consent, for example, which is a good segue into another book I really enjoyed, which is Gladwell, Talking to Strangers, and he does a deep oh, yeah. dive on um, the Brock Turner case. Mm, mm -hmm. And, mm, yeah. um, you know, these things are not so cut and dry. And I think that, you know, now we have a lot more time in our lives. <laughs> and it's a good Speak opportunity for to re-examine. <laughs> yeah, my work days are very full, but my evenings are very empty. Um, my, it gives us a chance to kind of re-examine some of our long-held values. And I think this is a good opportunity to read, watch, and listen to things that that will push us to those limits if we mentally yeah, sort of expand our can, horizon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that's the thing too. Like I'm sure a lot of people are just reading things like, you know, like nothing wrong with reading like a sci-fi or like a fiction or it's watching me. like reality yeah. TV. Yeah. <laughs> but for sure. There is like a lot of room to kind of not educate yourself, but if that's something yeah. you want to do, not saying everyone has to because everyone's mm -hmm. doing this different. Right. But yeah, it's yeah. a good opportunity. And I think that's, yeah, it's a great point, Sage. Like, everyone is doing that different, and we don't, like, no judgment. No, exactly. Um, you know, but I, like, my escapism is into, like, questioning my own deeply held values, yeah. which I'm not sure what that says about me, but. <laughs> well, but also just, like, imagine what some table round discussions are. Oh, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, and, like, I read nonfiction sometimes, too, but Mary and I, we have this conversation a fairly regular basis over the last let's say 15 years um about basically like what we read how we read how we consume information I'm very the escapist romance reader etc etc and Mary is very oh well I have time I'm gonna learn something new <laughs> and see what I can like, learn about myself yeah yes, yeah yes, and that's you know. like that's totally fine sometimes but sometimes I don't need to learn anything new about myself <laughs> I just want to read a happy ending is what I want to read fair enough so yeah so you were saying Malcolm Gladwell's book is uh the second choice for you yeah one of your 
top picks sort of Def- for people to get into. Definitely. Um, the nice thing about talking to strangers is it does uh, have a great audio book as well. Um, yeah. And I'm not sure. I know RDPL has all my picks either streaming or as eBooks. Nice. Um, yeah. yeah. So you can either listen or, or read um, electronically anything that we're chatting about I'm pretty about sure tonight. Gladwell we have both, um, both versions. And I remember like, when I was listening to his podcast, Revisionist History, which I sort of mentioned in our in a previous uh, podcast as or mm-hmm. yeah podcast as well, um, that he kept mentioning that his book was sort of a newfangled like audio experience, Ooh, an of, experience. like audio books. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> yeah, like he has some interviews, and it's just yeah. it's different than like a typical audio book. I did read the. book, I feel like but it's I a meld of his like. <laughs> yeah, don't you think it's like a meld of his book and his podcast? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like that's the vibe of his audio book. Mm-hmm. It's like a little bit of of everything, and he does his podcast so well. Yeah, like his deep dives, his voice, just like their pacing and tone. I just I find them really easy to get into so that his audiobook sort of takes that idea to the next level is pretty like revolutionary yeah it's like, funny though right because everyone hard headed. times yeah. Gladwell <laughs> yeah you know because we have to be careful right because it's still presented with a certain lens uh-huh. and with yeah. research that supports a certain you know thesis viewpoint um, yeah. so we definitely don't want to be like what Gladwell said like no don't do yeah. that um but it is good I will do that for his like sad country though <laughs> I'm here for that. <laughs> I do like the Praxis, the Elvis Presley Praxis episode as well. Yeah, that's so. Like, they're just, there are some really good ones. He's not the be all end all. And I mean, with anyone, even with us people, you can't always, you know, we have agendas too. Very we want to get you to read, watch, and listen to our own thing. <laughs> yes, it's so, true. Like, it's true. So put your research on your own. But I don't know. I, I like his voice. I like listening to him, um, even if I don't always agree with some of his opinions mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I find his arguments to be interesting and well laid out. I like the episode that he did on his podcast with his, um, I think it was assistant. I don't know if she was research assistant. Oh, about the LSAT. Yeah. (laughs) I really liked that one. That was interesting. Well, because it had a bigger conversation about test taking and what it means and like how you can really judge a person from like a, you know, a three hour test Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, So I do like how he frames different arguments. I like what you said. And I think that's why he's, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I think that's why he's seen so much success is because he does frame an argument in a way that's easily digestible. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, Claire, it has logic. I, I liked line. the way that you said, like you, so, although you don't always sometimes agree with like his positions or takes on things, you yeah. can still enjoy the content. And like, that doesn't, cause I feel like culture nowadays, it's a lot of people being like, Oh, I don't agree with that one thing you said. So like, I'm not a fan. I'm not going to support totally. what you yeah. do anymore. Yeah. And I think, I don't know. I think people, kind of forgot that you can still enjoy someone someone's content although you don't agree with a small part of something that they every said, single right? thing what? Yeah. <laughs> well it's the idea that you don't have to surround yourself in an echo chamber right, exactly. right. like you can listen to other viewpoints yeah. and like maybe you glean a little bit extra to examine your viewpoint or to even make your viewpoint more like oh yes I was right because like they're sort of disagree with me but how they're disagreeing with me sort of makes me more resolute yeah, in my opinion exactly. listen to how wrong they are deep down yeah, inside. exactly <laughs> yeah so I think it can go both yeah, ways definitely. which I find quite interesting yeah so what else is on your list there Mary um okay let's uh switch it up and go to some fiction um I'm a big fan of do not judge me Taylor Jenkins Reid. 
<laughs> I don't think anyone in this podcast, well, particularly me, can judge anyone for any of their <laughs> reasons. Um, so another one that I know is available at RDPL is Daisy Jones and the Six. So yeah, it's very yes, popular. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. it's a good one. I liked it a lot. Um, you know, for the people that liked like the almost famous kind of um, idea of like the inside the band, um, fictional band, of course, in this case, as is allegedly yeah. in that case. <laughs> allegedly yeah um, <laughs> uh, it has kind of everything that you might like to read in a in a lighthearted uh journey um plus it has all these music lyrics in it that you can then write your own little kind of tunes to if you're so inclined oh, that's fun <laughs> um some of us live life like it's a musical sometimes and we kind of sing song our days so i did i did definitely enjoy these little like lyrical uh, pieces of the book where I could just kind of sing it to my own little tune and it just it made me very pleased so that was a <laughs> that was a well and one. it's written in a different kind of way like it's written in interview style yeah, right yeah and it's that's very so. similar to her other books um the Evelyn oh, okay. Hugo the nine husbands or seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo or whatever oh yeah um it's written in that same kind of interview format which I think is quite appealing and a kind of a unique thing for um for Taylor Jenkins Reid have you read a lot of Reid's books uh, all of them <laughs> okay so she's like a she's like an auto read for you oh yeah for sure for escapist yeah. fiction yeah absolutely um okay and then I also just wanted to give a shout out uh that this is a great time to reread your favorite books I was gonna um, say that yeah see so, what's on your bookshelf I mean, yeah we don't all have access to print copies of things that we might like at this time. So, you know, revisiting an old friend can be very comforting. Mm -hmm. And one that I've restarted yeah. is my very favorite book of all time, um, Summer Sisters. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew it. By Judy Bloom. I was just, yeah. I was just thinking about rereading that one too. Yeah. Like I've been in a reread kick and I saw it on my bookshelf and I was like, I'm our sisters. Is it time for you once mm -hmm. more? Well, that's the thing too. Even if it's like a book that you read like a long time ago or even as a child, you can read it again and see, yeah. you know, if it still holds up or mm -hmm. what, uh, what you think of it, if your opinions changed. Yeah. Plus like the idea right now of reading a book that you already know how it turns <laughs> out there's somehow like there's something like comforting about that like I'm a read the end person anyway yeah. as we all know and it's very controversial uh, uh, awful yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but like Summer Sisters for example how like how many times have you read that Mary uh, more than 10 12 15 yeah yeah because it's over like 20 25 years however yeah like, we both read that book too young <laughs> oh yeah I did not realize how much sex was in that book <laughs> so yeah we must have been like because you read it and I read it like immediately yeah after. I think I was so it's probably like like I think I was in grade nine and then all my friends read it um one of my yeah. friends so, like, dropped 13, it in the probably. bathtub so we had to get another copy <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah I remember Sisterhood that Sisterhood of the Traveling Book yeah. I tell ya yeah <laughs> So I, I like the idea of a reread. Mm -hmm. I know that some people just are hard passes yeah. on rereads, but I think during times of like sort of stress and or upheaval, it can be really comforting to revisit I find a book it is. that you, yeah, that you know how it turns out. And it even just, if it's, it gives you that Even if it's feeling. not like a happy ending book, <laughs> you know, even, even Sage. Well, I don't know, for you, <laughs> but <laughs> like, even if it's something different, um, like yeah. it doesn't have to be a happy, positive book. For it to be like a comforting read you know 
No, like it can be a bit darker, but you still know how it ends. You still know the context, so you're kind of like familiar. Exactly. Yeah. No, totally. I was looking at um, books that I would mention to people today too, and they're all books that I would reread in some way, shape, or Mm -hmm. form. So, like, I sort of get that. Like, the first book that came to mind for me actually was a middle grade novel called Wish Tree by Catherine Applegate. And um, it's a really short book and it's written by in the perspective of the tree, like the tree in the neighborhood and what the tree has seen over a hundred years and, and what it brings now and how it's like been a squirrel's family's home and like all this kind of, it's just, it's so cute. That is cute. It's so cute. And it's thinking (laughs) about it. It would be like the perfect, yeah. No, I cried so much at the end because it just gives you that like that feeling of like fulfillment. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just so nice. It's so short. It would be a perfect like read aloud with your kids or like even like younger kids because it has like little pictures um, in the chapters, very easy chapters. So if you were reading with a younger child that was practicing still, um, very easy word choices and things to get yeah. into. But it was the message was just quite strong about community and what it means to come together and different things and I don't know it was the first one that came to mind when when we were thinking about what we're what we would recommend to read watch Aww. listen so lovely oh, it's like list. what's that, yeah, what's that I don't book? Know. oh it's so old I can't remember the author but the wishing tree like, oh the, the giving the giving tree. the giving tree Shel yes. Stilverstein. yeah oh that book yeah. like even I, it came through like a couple weeks ago um at work when we yeah, were still, when we were still like, going into work <laughs> and I, I just stopped for a little bit and like went and um like you know flipped through the pages and it kind of made me like teary-eyed I remember reading as a kid mm-hmm. and like as a kid you're just like oh yeah it's a book he's giving the trees you know giving the, the boy what he needs and then as you read it when you're an yeah. adult you're like wow this is kind of like sad <laughs> in a way like very mm-hmm. I don't know, it just makes you feel yeah. different things it's melancholy exactly because you're yeah. an adult and you have more um, <laughs> emotional growth, I guess, as mm-hmm. you get older. But yeah. yeah, books like that, very cute. I miss Three. being a kid, and like they're easy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I'm. I don't think I do. I like. I like being a grown. I guess there's pros like... and cons to both. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Sage, do you have any? that sort of popped into your mind? I have a few, mainly because I was just looking at my bookshelf and I'm like, hmm, what would I reread now? <laughs> and also like yeah. recommend. Um, I have a few. Um, I have like a, a ton of Christopher Pike books. I'm not sure why, oh, but I, like a couple of years ago, I was super <laughs> into him. Um, and they, I think I'll reread some of them because I remember them being quite good. But the first one I would recommend, it is a series. It was originally titled The Last Vampire. Um, but now it's titled as uh, Thirst. So it is like a vampire novel. But oh, I know those but ones. I think like they're nothing like like the typical kind of like vampire romance books. Um, they're super. Which we're not saying no, anything we're not. bad about. We <laughs> they are very popular. I feel a certain type of way. You guys aren't. <laughs> they are very popular and I can, I can see why. But this one. Like each of the books, they're pretty. They're pretty thick, but like five hundred pages maybe each. And there's five books in the series, um, so kind of like the, the premise. It is, yeah. Um, like the premise is like the main character. She's technically the last vampire on Earth, um, and apparently, I didn't know this, but apparently it was a controversial series because 
there's like heavy references to like Hindu beliefs and Buddhist and like Sikh ideals, um, including like stories of like Krishna and that kind of thing. So with all of that, like it, it has a really good depth that I find like a lot of other kind of like, I don't want to say this because I'm sure there's other vampire books that I haven't read that have a lot of good depth (laughs) and things, but for me, it's been the best series that I've read that have like kind of all the things that I like in them. Plus, when you're thinking about, like, those came out in, like, the they 90s. Did. So this is, like, 90s teen books, which for that time would have been resolution. Oh, and I think they were. To have that kind of, you yeah. know, subtext. No, I really, so, if, if anyone um, wants to look into that series, it is v- really, really good. Um, I did, I did enjoy it. I won't, I don't want to give too many spoilers, but. Um... <laughs> You've kind of, like, sold me on hey, it. I, I, like I have the two first, seconds I because three. I can, I can bring them to you or anyone else if you want them. You do a porch drive-by. <laughs> they are quite good. I don't know where the fourth and fifth are. I probably have them in a box somewhere, but. Um, yeah, they're really, really good. Cool. Um, my, I have two others um, that are also Christopher Pike. I'll kind of go over quickly. Oh, you're I doing am. a deep dive. Well, because everything else on my shelf was like Harry Potter or, um, <laughs> like you know, other stuff like that. Which, like, Harry Potter is a lovely Oh, yeah, I probably will. And Overdrive has been kind enough to open up the first book for simultaneous use for libraries. It's amazing. So, I probably will yeah. read, reread so them time at, to at one it. point during however many weeks this will be. <laughs> I, I, I keep <laughs> yeah. saying I have the time. I do. I just don't know when I'm going to start. <laughs> Um, so the second one, um, it's called until the end also by Christopher Pike and this one and the next one, they're, they are, um, meaty books. Like they're 800 pages of, yeah, I think originally they were published in three and then they got republished all together as like the full three books just in one. It's like a, this is a little, small little reads. Um, so this one, it's, um, like the start of a school year. And, you know, the popular girls. It's also like a YA high school kind of novel. <laughs> but I find Christopher Pike. I'm down I for it. I find Christopher Pike. He's really good at writing them without being like. Yes. Pandering. And I don't know. They they just all are <laughs> a little bit more mature than like the average high school, you know, high school party, you know, because there's also like murder and yeah. <laughs> like mystery. <laughs> so that that's so not why. the average no. high school party. Hopefully, so basically, thank yeah. gosh. Start of the school we- year. Um, the popular girls want to throw like the best party ever, um, and someone doesn't make it out alive, and it's ruled a suicide. But you know, everyone's a suspect. Is yeah, it? yeah. Uh, so that one. That's my favorite line in any teen slasher. Everyone, yes, everyone's a suspect. suspect. I just yeah, I just hear it in Randy's voice from <laughs> <and> screen. <laughs> so that one. Um, I really did enjoy as well. And I'll probably reread these too because they're, they're thick reads, but you can really deep, like deep dive into them. Um, and, you know, yeah. hours will pass and then you'll be done and you can start the next one. So <laughs> <laughs> um, the yep. last one I have here by him as well is called Remember Me. This one's about like 700 pages ish. Um, so with this one, again, murder, I feel like Christopher Pike is really good at writing that kind of stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this girl named Sherry Cooper, she wakes up dead after being murdered at a party. As, As you do. <laughs> so the whole story is like from, I can't remember if it's all her perspective, but majority of it is like from her being dead and like trying to figure out like what happened, how she got, how she there. got there. And, you know, it starts out as seeking justice and then turns into revenge. So can't go wrong with a murderous Ooh. revengeful ghost <laughs> so yeah no teenage ghost teenage i love ghost. it yeah she's trying <laughs> to find out some stuff extra angsty yeah, yeah. and then yeah. i was gonna say that too That's like awesome. now's the perfect time to reread your favorites or 
you know, if there's a book that you've had yeah. on your shelf yeah. that you haven't read yet, because I don't know, that happens, I feel. Time. <laughs> you buy yeah. them, you, they let them sit for a bit. Um, but yeah, now's the time. Well, and we've talked about this a few times on our podcast about like books not finding you at exactly. the right time. So like books that you might totally. love, you can't get into it. So now's the time. Read that first 20 pages, put it down, read yeah. something else. <laughs> like you'll find the one yeah, that's, that calls you know, the yeah, right time. For sure. Yeah. You just have to give yourself permission to not have to finish the book. Exactly. That you like, started, was that, um, which was, yeah, Sarah, who Sarah. said, you just break up with the book. Yeah. You don't have to keep yeah. it going, right? Yeah. No. And that's my favorite thing that I've learned from Sarah since book club three years. It's just like, no, just yeah. break up with you it. Don't you don't owe it anything. Like, you're not married. <laughs> yeah. You don't got to yeah. stay together. <laughs> yeah. yeah like you already spent your money. Yeah. If you bought the book, like you already spent the money on it. You don't have to feel bad for the <laughs> Waste your time. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, they got your dollars. So <laughs> take it to like a secondhand bookstore and be done. <laughs> um, well, not yes. right now, but eventually. Or find little free libraries. Oh, there are so many around so town. If you're like, nope, I'm done with this book, just go to a little free library. Um, swap it one for of something. our coworkers, she sent a photo the other day when she was on a walk around the na- her neighborhood, and because they have a little free library, um, like a couple blocks away, someone's house and. Um, she took a picture of the inside and it had like different books but it also had like little things of toilet paper or cans of soup and like little boxes of crackers and things like that I'm like I love that (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. the stuff I want to see so I love stuff like that in the community it's just like that little extra touch that it's just like no we care we're thinking about other people we're all in this together yeah Yeah. very Mm -hmm. high school very (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so those are mine okay so (laughs) Claire what about you I know the list will probably be long. Well, yeah. yeah well, see, it was and it wasn't. Um, Wish yeah. She's my number one. And then there were some like romances or whatever, but people, you can yeah. hit me up about that. <laughs> I can give you a very personalized romance <laughs> list. But uh, I will mention just one more because I do find it sort of interesting to think about like where we've been mm-hmm. as humans. So, Sapiens. Oh, yes, you've talked about that. Um, oh, we yeah. have it. Yeah. We have it on Libby. Now is the time. Get into sapiens. (laughs) There's a whole chapter on wheat that is just a fantastic chapter. Like it, it, yeah. It sounds like a thing that you wouldn't like, but you will. You will like it. It Get into the wheat wheat chapter. Captivates you. Wow. It does. Um, But just generally speaking, just say like how humans, Homo sapiens, for example, have traversed these many years and we're still here so yep we have some longevity so it's it's good <laughs> to keep into perspective that things maybe are hard now and like imagine how hard, hard our ancestors groups. had you know like our cavemen ancestors they had yeah. it way worse than we did right now <laughs> so <laughs> yeah so it's it's an interesting perspective to think about how long human history is and what a short period you're really a right. part of it yeah so I don't know. I really love Sapiens. I always love Sapiens. I listened to it. Uh, we have the ebook. I listened to it uh, originally, however long ago. Um, I like listening to it, but that's how I like consuming nonfiction, just generally speaking. But I would recommend just getting into it if you cool. can get into it. Very nice. So I would definitely say that one. Cool. Sure. So as usual, we do our read, watch, listen. So now it's time for watch. I think a lot of us are probably watching a little bit more than we might normally perhaps uh just a a smidge and um so when we were looking at things to watch 
we're basically going to talk about things that you can stream. We know that not everyone has access to streaming things or different streaming services necessarily, yes. but um, it might trigger a different idea in you and a different streaming service that you have, or perhaps dust off that DVD collection as I do upon occasion. And, <laughs> and uh, you can do get what into you something do, new. Right? Yeah. So um, if you ladies don't mind, I'm going to give a first recommendation. Sure, sure. Which will be The Outsider. Oh! Yeah, HBO Crave. Um, So I started watching it a few days ago. And so The Outsider is based on Stephen King's book of the same name, which came out, I think, a couple of years ago. And um, so I started watching it. And it has so many of those, like, that person faces, you know, where you see Mm -hmm. him and you're like, ah. I know that person, (laughs) Um, including, well, you know his name too, Jason Bateman, which I find it's sort of strange when I see him in like dramatic turns because I always think of him as either like the Zootopia Fox or like (laughs) the Goofy, the Goofy handsome man. Yeah, so it's so good. (laughs) I still have two episodes left. Um, So it has like a slow build mystery. And because it's Stephen King, obviously it does have like a bit of a paranormal element. So Mm -hmm. we're just coming sort of to the climax of what the thing is, who the outsider is, and all those like scary little bits that you have. And I've really, I've really been enjoying it. So I would definitely recommend it. It's a 10 episode, let's call it a mini series, because I think that it's just a, like a one-off. One season kind yeah. of thing. Like yeah. Like they maybe are going to do more like Stephen King adaptations and have it under the same banner, sort of like American History or American Horror Story does, mm-hmm. uh, where it's right. like under American Horror Story, but they're all like self-contained kind of things. Yeah. Um, but it's it's quite good. Have either of you got into it? No. No. No? Not scary? Well, Sage, you're reading tons of murder stuff. Well, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm into it. I'm into, well, like somewhat kind of like, you know, thriller shows. Yeah. Um, I just haven't gotten into that one yet, but I don't have HBO Crave, so I might have to... Do a free trial. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, 30-day free (laughs) trial in Canada right now, isn't there? I think something like that. Okay. Because when I, think, I first got Disney Plus, like, months ago when it first came days. out, they only gave yeah. you a seven-day trial. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> no, Even I'm pretty sure Crave is like gives days. you a, yeah, I think Crave gives you a 30-day. Okay, cool. As well. Yeah. So it's a good one. And Mary, are you not a scary watcher? Well, I'm watching Jason Bateman in another series. <laughs> so Ooh, interesting. So we just started the watching. same one. Yeah. Same here. And uh, I oh, think really? I'm three or four episodes in. And uh, I, just think, I thought it was about season one. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. about something else. And so I didn't want to watch it. But then people were like, oh, no, it's about money laundering. I was like, yes, yeah. cool. I'm here <laughs> for this. You sold me on money laundering. <laughs> no, I thought it was about drugs. And it's kind uh, of about drugs. See, I kind of but... thought it was about drugs, too. I thought it was like a Breaking it's, Bad. It's like a, it's a, it's a. You it's know, a catch-all. It, it's it not, not about drugs. No, but it's it's a minor part. You know, it's like a little corner. Nice. It's a branch of, of the show. How far deep are you, are you? Like all caught up into Ozark, Sage? I the third season just came out. Um, okay. And it's a show that my mom and I have watched together, so we're just waiting to finish something else we've been watching and then start on season oh, three. Nice. So nice. It, it's a really good show. I do enjoy it quite a bit. Mm. And I, I love Jason Bateman, and so does my mom. So we just sit there and we're like, oh, oh we Jason love him. Bateman. He's great. <laughs> yeah. But you know who else is just so cool and underrated? Laura Linney. Yes. Yeah, yeah she's cool. really good in that and she's one. she's like 56. I, yeah, she's good. That's a very specific, I feel like you looked it up. I did, because I was like, is she older than Jason Bateman? And she is. Yeah. He has an age-appropriate wife. 
that's impossible. It's amazing. <laughs> Bless. And uh, Julia Garner is also in it, too. Mm-hmm. And her character that she plays. So good. Oh, my God. She won an Emmy for her oh, character. Oh, did she? She did. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. And Jason also is a is a director and executive producer on the show, too. Oh, it's so. Jason. 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 Mr. Like Bateman. <laughs> Mr. Bateman. <laughs> Yeah, so he's wonderful. Yeah, it is. It, if anyone's thinking about it, if you have Netflix, it's it is kind of like a almost gives you like Breaking Bad vibes in a way, like a sort of overall mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like dark, like a little grungy. Um, but it is a really really good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Now I feel like I sort of just wrote it off for no good reason i know that you was did like yeah you did yeah <laughs> okay interesting yeah That's put, that, put that on the list seasons i could have yeah, yeah. exactly i was like this is a now the time to start yeah <laughs> for sure okay what, what else do you have you in got? your list there mary oh me okay yeah. so i know maybe not this crowd but i think a lot of people are missing sports right now yeah, not just yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm what we classify as sports. Yeah. <laughs> I've always been interested in the things that were tangential to sport, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. like okay. the economics or the business or the stats or whatever. Everything to make sports like less cool. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> make HBO them nerdy. Crave, we again um, has a has a show right now. Mm-hmm. It's called The Scheme. And it's about one of my favorite topics, which is NCAA athletics. So um, college sports in the U.S. and just how corrupt it is and how ridiculous yeah. <laughs> it is that these athletes get nothing while the coaches and the institutions profit exponentially. Um, and That's someone really that kind of was playing the game a bit and uh, ended up going to jail. Um, Ooh. And so it's, it's highly worthwhile. It's like an hour and a half documentary, again, nonfiction. Um, but the scheme. And oh, I'm it's just sure... like a one-off documentary. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I'm sure it'll be available to watch on other less um, closed-down means if people looked well, closely. <laughs> is the scheme? Is it an HBO documentary? Yeah, HBO Sports. Okay, oh, cool. so HBO documentaries, I find like you can get them on DVD eventually. Mm-hmm. So like the library will likely have it or have access to it at some yeah. point. Um, but yeah, HBO is very like, we own this content. Mm-hmm. It's streaming nowhere else. Yeah. Like, so that kind of sucks for that part. Mm-hmm. But well, that's like with most content. Like, Disney is the same now yeah. that they have their own <laughs> streaming service. They're like, we're not sharing our Disney, stuff anymore. It's crazy when you go on Disney and you realize how much they own. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's frightening. <laughs> but luckily like they're doing good like I listen to um obviously I have a two-hour commute normally like an hour to work and an hour home and so I listen to a lot of podcasts and there was an episode of Freakonomics where they talked about Disney and like their social responsibility Mm -hmm. and so you know I think I've really thought differently about Disney since listening to that and it was around the pushback when they chose to cast um for Ariel that wasn't like a white girl with red hair yeah. yeah. And the executive from Disney was like, you know what? I don't really care. Don't watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have yeah. an obligation to do this. This yeah. is our job because we, yeah, basically because we do control so much media, we have yeah. to represent. And I thought that was just really, That's I don't know. Nice. It was, just, it was nice good. Because yeah. it's like, yes, you're right. You do have a job to do. Kids watch Disney and they learn. There's a social responsibility. What mm-hmm. representation looks like, right? So, yeah. It was good. No, totally. Cool. Speaking of Disney, I watched 
Onward, which they put on Disney Plus because all the theaters closed and pandemic. Was it good? Um, So good. It was so good. I cried so many cries. I like almost couldn't breathe. I almost couldn't see the TV through my tears. But it wasn't necessarily like sad tears. It, it's sort of like a melancholy. Like it's very touching, almost. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like, very touching. Where you're just like you just feel so fulfilled by it mm-hmm. that you're just like this was so nice. Well, I remember I, like, being at the theater like you know a while ago before <laughs> when it was still ago, in yeah. the before yeah. times. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's how we'll refer to them, like yeah, BC, <laughs> but like before Corona, <laughs> I think. Um, so and I saw the trailer for it and I'm like that looks so cute and like oh, good yeah. and nice you know mm-hmm. so I think I they just released it. it in the last what ten days I think on Disney yeah Plus. I think so yeah they released Frozen two for those interested in what as well mm-hmm. Frozen was never my cup of tea I much prefer Tangled myself oh but have so. you watched Frozen two. I have not watched Frozen <laughs> two because I have not been particularly drawn to it I think I've only seen Frozen the first one once. So part of me was like, well, you should rewatch Frozen. And, and I'm sure to the parents second. that may be listening are like, you only watch Frozen once. You lucky, <laughs> lucky girl. <laughs> like, so, yes. So, like, I'll I'll probably get into it. But Onward was just such a fulfilling type of story. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was extremely heartwarming. Yeah, I'll probably watch it tonight. <laughs> you should. Get get your tissues safe. <laughs> okay. I just ready. use my sleeve. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it was a, it was a good one for sure. Yeah, it oh, was nice. excellent. Yeah, Sage, what about you? What besides Ozark? Oh boy, besides Ozark, um, <laughs> I'll start with one that I watch with my mom all the time because it's, it's such a good show. It's the Great British Baking Show. Oh yeah. yeah. Now, if you have, there is a Canadian one. Um, the British one was first. Um, <laughs> they were first. They were the, uh, yeah, they're the original series, but. If you're looking to watch it, if you download the CBC app on like a tablet, your phone, whatever, um, you can make a free account and they have like five or so seasons of it on there that you can just watch for free. I think oh, you sweet. get an ad, but yeah, um, on CBC gem. Yeah. 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 So, and we have Apple TV, so we just can airplay it onto our TV. So it's really handy. So if you have that, you yeah. can do that too. And it's just such like, it's a competition baking show where like 12 bakers come into the tent they have a big like baking into the <laughs> it's it's like the most beautiful scenery it's like this lush yeah. green field with like beautiful trees and little baby lambs everywhere it's great um <laughs> so they come in each weekend so during the week they're at home practicing their bakes and then each weekend they come in they do like each week it's a cake week or bread week or like patisserie or french baking yeah. oh, it's I different love each too. week and so they come in on the first day they do a signature bake that they get to practice mm. and then they do a technical bake which not, none of them know they it's a surprise and then they get like a really shortened kind of watered down recipe and they kind of just have to know things to be able to do it and it's always <laughs> very hectic and you feel so bad for them because they are so much <laughs> yeah. better than I will ever be <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, and then on Sunday they do the showstopper, which they get to practice again. And then each week someone goes home, and at the end there's a winner, and all they win is like a little cake plate. Like they don't win any money or anything. <laughs> and it is just—it's <laughs> not like any other reality show because every all of them are just so nice, and they help each yeah. other, and they all just want them all to do well. And it just, yeah. yeah, it's really good. And seeing what they can bake is amazing. So my mom and I yeah, have like home baking, baking a lot. Like Incredible. <laughs> professional bakers. Yeah. So good. So that's, yeah, that's a feel good show. It is. I agree. It is. And, you know, you can stream it. So it's a little, 
can take your mind off things and it can also um inspire you if you want to make something if you are yeah, in the trying, trying something new. new yeah yeah so that's a fun one um Holy. i also have one that i'm currently in the middle of watching i think i'm about halfway through more than halfway through it's one that um my boyfriend and i are watching together um we've had to you know put it on a bit of a hiatus um <laughs> so we can't watch as often um <laughs> But it's called Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. So it is an anime. Oh, okay. Um, but it's like English dub. So there's no subtitles because I know there's some people who only like to watch it with the original Japanese and then subtitles. But I don't mind. I would prefer to be able to, you know, focus on what, <laughs> what I'm watching. <laughs> yeah. um, nothing wrong with subtitles, though. That's just my preference. Um, yeah. So it's about, I don't know how they break it down if it's seasons because it's different everywhere you look like on Netflix where I watch it, it's five parts, but there's 64 episodes. Mm. Um, But then other places they have it like two seasons. So it just, it gets a little confusing, but um, you just watch it in order. And so it's these two brothers who are like in their teens, um, Edward and Alphonse Elric. And so basically it's like in this world, it, it happens in like the 1900s, but kind of like a different world where they have this thing called alchemy, which you can learn. And it's basically the decomposing of matter and then restructuring it. So you can like make the ground move in a way that you want to or make metal bend or that kind of thing mm-hmm. um, or like el- any of the elements. And if you're an alchemist, then you can work for the government as a state alchemist where you are basically Ooh. like a military official and you help them you know with wars or do whatever they want you to do basically um so these two brothers um their mom died and they tried to do something that is very frowned against which was bring her back to life Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the older brother and (laughs) it's very confusing (laughs) but basically the older brother loses his arm and his leg um because you can't just with alchemy you can't just make something out of nothing it has to be like an equal exchange so his, he lost his arm and his leg, but his brother lost his whole body. So now his soul is just tethered to this, like, suit of armor. So basically, oh. the whole story is them trying to find this um, so-called philosopher's stone, which will help them get their bodies back, but they don't even know if it's a real thing. So the whole story is them just going through trying to get the stone, but they are not the only ones trying to get the stone. Oh. That was such a long explanation. It's a really good show. <laughs> it's like, I know a lot of anime is very, like fight scene oriented and like a lot of action this one there is some of that but it's a lot more storyline oriented which is why i really enjoy this one a lot right um i don't know it's just really interesting and it's different right like if you're not a huge like cartoon watcher i I wouldn't call it cartoon because it's anime and it's not for Mm -hmm. kids at all right um but it's just something different if you're looking for something a little bit you know different than what you're used to Mm -hmm. so yeah. Speaking of not for kids cartoons, thanks yeah. for that beautiful segue. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if anybody's watched Big Mouth on Netflix. Yeah, I think I watched the first season. <laughs> so, I, I did not expect to like this show. Um, but the hormone monster and the sex positive A humor. Bath. Um, yeah. <laughs> honestly, it, I just thought it was really good. Like, and it's of a time, right? Like, I think our culture has transitioned yeah. So much in the past, I would say, you know, five ish years. Yeah. And a yeah. show like this just <laughs> couldn't have existed before. No. It's, right? it's even so much different. Like, Family Guy has been on for so long. Yes. But it's so much different than, than it even is. that. 
it's like extreme. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just, I think it's, it's obviously, I think it's really funny, but it has a lot of heart. And I think it reminds us all of like those horrible years of going through puberty yes. and just like, <laughs> yes, I wish I could blame it all on some kind of horrible Maya monster. Rudolph voiced yeah. hormone monster. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> that show do you think, so good. do you so think funny. that's going to turn, you know, there's like the Easter bunny and like, the tooth fairy do you think in like future generations parents will just be like don't worry honey it's it's the hormone it's monster. your hormone monster <laughs> like i think we should try to do that <laughs> i wish someone would have told me that you know right i know like i particularly like the yeah the versions with jesse and her hormone yeah. monster maya rudolph when jesse will just like lose yeah. it on her mom yeah. for no She's reason like, yell at your whatsoever. mom <laughs> yeah <laughs> maya rudolph Maya Rudolph's voice for that she is does just such so a good job. perfect yeah. that it's unreal. Oh my god! I, I think so this is underrated, underrated program. Yeah, well, and it has such like a cutesy kind of um, animation <laughs> style. You'd think but it was for kids, unless if you yeah. Didn't know but any then they're so like it's so for it's so crass, so crass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your discretion is advised. Are the ones with the shame wizard. Yes. Have you got to know them? Oh that my actually God. led to a really so deep conversation in my house. <laughs> and it like that's a real thing, right? It's like shame yeah. and, and quantifying it in that way is just um yeah, it's it's a show that's worth yeah. watching for people that haven't watched it. And it's on Netflix, which is mostly accessible yeah. and and it has like is there short little like 20 yeah. minute episodes. So you breeze through seasons like pretty no quick. tomorrow. Basically. And like you will laugh. So oh yeah it's just it's outrageous but just know just know that it has like length this is for adults not for kids there are unless you want your kids to be like repeating what's what's being said or actions that um you you do not want that yeah these are choices that you make yeah (laughs) but hey don't listen Um, to us right yeah speaking of things that you can watch for basically for free that uh as long as you have an internet connection two of my favorite things on youtube (laughs) are trevor noah daily show which he is now called the trevor noah social distancing daily show or something (laughs) like that which he does from his living room and he has a different hoodie on every day Um, i yeah i love it and he gets some like such good guests like he had uh the governor of california gavin newsom on there he had Bill Gates last Wednesday for like an uninterrupted 20 minutes, wow. like no wow. breaks, no nothing. Yeah. So it was really good. So I really like watching him actually recently. So I've been watching Trevor Noah since he took over the Daily Show because I have loved the Daily Show since yeah. forever. But um, like PBR it usually because it's on very late and blah, blah, blah. So my mom has actually started watching the Daily Show every day. She'll ask me, is, is there a new Daily Show? <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> like, so we've started watching it every day together. Cute. So I wait for that. And then also on YouTube is Seth Meyers' Closer Look. Both of these sort of obviously have yeah, political yeah. leanings where they do um, deep dives into particularly what's going on right now because there is a huge news story yeah. happening in the world. We're currently. living in a historic time. Um, Lucky ass. Yeah. <laughs> Can't yeah. wait to like we're in a to one... read textbooks about <laughs> yeah. us. I know. <laughs> oh. Yeah, basically yeah. about us. Yeah, thirty years from now, it'll be like that year, twenty twenty, and they'll be like during the COVID <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> uh, so it'll yeah, we'll be in history books. Yeah. Good for us. 
Um, yeah, so I love Seth Meyers' closer look. I don't, like, I know that most of the night shows, whatever they're called, late yeah. night shows, um, have been doing it from home and they have their celebrity guests and all that kind of stuff. I don't really care about that stuff that much. I like the, like, the information part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I like, I really, I've always really liked Closer Look. Whoever does the research for that show and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, they're doing, like, grade A work. And so that they're continuing it now is really great. Seth Meyers clearly had a few like rough starts about like where he should be filming in his house <laughs> because it's changed a lot of times. Um, and some of the audio at his first home ones were like really bad and like just, yeah, not great. But now he's found a place in his attic and he seems quite happy with That's it. That's funny. So, out of the way. Yeah, I would recommend getting into both of those on Gosh. YouTube. Um, I've watched a few of like Jimmy Fallon's that he's done too from home. Yeah. Which are pretty cute. He's done some cute ones yeah, with his Yeah, like his daughters yeah. draw the like transitions or the yeah. little kind of like yeah. flashcards <laughs> and his wife is filming yeah. and they have a slide in their house. It's like <laughs> a full on tube slide through the walls, different floors. It's amazing. Like it's yeah. pretty good. So yeah, it's but I love that these people are doing content from home like that yeah, too. It's, like it's it just we're all in it together. It, like right? everybody's working yeah. from home. Yeah. And everyone has like weird foibles. Like Seth Meyers is an NBC show. His first few from home, the sound not is good. Not good. <laughs> I'm sure they called him so, and was like, like hey buddy, every... you gotta Can we send you a mic? Yeah, it's everyone <laughs> learning. So I really like how uh, Stephen Colbert started wearing suits at home and then now he's just like he's still in a blazer but he was interviewing john oliver who um was wearing sweats and like a sweater or something and like made a point to say it and stephen colbert was like in a full suit (laughs) suit and tie and then he's like why are you wearing a suit you're at home basically and stephen colbert's like well i'm not wearing shoes and he lifts up his feet and they're just like like... (laughs) full suit no shoes yeah so it's just I love stuff like that because it does remind you that everyone's sort of trying to adapt to like a weird, <laughs> like trying to make things normal or normal esque. Yeah. And like thing. I think it's important so. that those like that people are capturing this time, right? Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah. the primary source documentation for for future historians. Which is like so bizarre to think. There's about. like a hundred years ago, right now, you guys. <laughs> I know <laughs> at Library of Congress. Oh my word! Oh, yeah, like a hundred hundred years ago, time. all they yeah. had was like books and you know, know. papers, newspaper and articles. Now they have and, this huge yeah. archive of like video footage of people doing the dumbest yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, and we're making memes. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, can't wait for like fifty years. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's so good. So. Anyways, it's it's really easy to fall down all types of YouTube is, yeah. rabbit mm-hmm. hole because they keep suggesting you things. So and you all know, of them you know look three so hours interesting, have, you know. <laughs> yeah, you you can just so, like deep dive onto YouTube, and eventually you'll be watching. Like I watched a video of a cat giving birth two days yeah, ago. Why not? Like for what reason? I don't know, but it was kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a six degrees of Kevin Bacon thing. Like you start at one thing and then you end up at very different things. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like, I, I got it somehow. I don't you're know. Go- you're going to end up at, on our animal health students using their dogs to demonstrate how they would um, like halter a cow to Aww. lead it into a <laughs> shoot. Like this, this is a strange time. There's a lot of content yeah. going on to YouTube right now. It's great. <laughs> yeah. And it'll be, the thing is, it'll mostly be forgotten about for yeah, a while. Yeah. Because yeah. people will try like, to forget. People will upload 
yep, people will upload and then they'll get back to like quote unquote normal life yeah. or normal things will get. And then it'll be like, oh yeah, I should probably do something about all that stuff I put on YouTube. And then you'll get busy and you'll do something else. And then like, yeah, 10 years from now, they'll be like, what was happening? Why is my dog like, in oh, a my cow word. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it'll yeah, be like a great. whole thing. I just, oh, I love it so much. We've gone over what we're reading, what we're watching, and now it's time for the last one, what we are listening to. Um, well, we have done a little bit of what we're listening to because Mary jumped ahead a little with bit. a few pods. I listen to get a lot about of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we will forgive. Not forget, but forgive. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I guess I can start. Yeah, I don't have do too that. many. Usually I like to, you know, I listen to podcasts as I get ready on my way to work. Um, you know, as I'm doing other things and I haven't been doing a lot of those regular things <laughs> yeah. lately. So I kind yeah. of, I kind of put them on when I'm, you know, going to bed or in the shower when I can't hear them anyway, which I don't know why I do. <laughs> just so I, just so I don't get freaked out if I get out and it's silent. I don't know. It's a weird thing. <laughs> I do that too. I like to have noise when I'm in the shower. I don't shower. know. It's weird because then if I that's hear so anything funny. else that's really loud, I can just blame it on my podcast, even if it's not that. So that yeah. I don't, <laughs> even if it's actually like, yeah, I don't get as freaked Michael out. Myers in the house. Um, yeah. So kind of like my usual podcast that I listen to that I've mentioned before, the H3 podcast. Um, there's also one that I've started listening to. Um, she's a YouTuber. Um, her channel name is simply Nailogical. She used to do nail art, Sweet. Um, but okay. she's she's from um, Ontario, and she's a she still has a day job. Her and her husband have the same job, or her boy, boyfriend, I guess. They're not married, um, and they're crime statistic analysts. Mm. So what in the government? I know it's crazy. So <laughs> they they weird. have their day jobs, and she would just do like videos on the side. Um, but they're really cool people and they started this podcast because people actually wanted to hear them talk about stuff instead of just like doing funny videos so um, <laughs> they just kind of talk about oh, wow. you know trending topics and you know they're both Sorry, really what was it called again simply their her channel is simply nailogical so they called the podcast simply podlogical cool <laughs> so they, they also Cute. do like a visual aspect so it's on youtube too if you want to watch because then underneath the table they have a cat cam because they have two <laughs> cats so they'll switch to that <laughs> if their cat's like walking around um yeah and they're just both both like really smart well-spoken people and they're funny and they have good opinions and they're very like she's a youtuber she makes like a, she could quit her day job if she wanted to yeah mm-hmm. um but she's like very adamant of like you should stay in school, which I kind of <laughs> like because a lot of like YouTubers nowadays are like, yeah, drop, drop out. out. I got an influencer. Yeah. And like, it's very lucky that they did, but that doesn't happen to everyone. So right. Oh, very it's nice not. that someone who has that influence can use it in the right way, I think. Yeah. Um, so that Agreed. one, that one I like. Um, there's a few others. I'm trying to think now. I'm drawing a blank. Um, I, I've mentioned them before. If you want to go listen to the other podcasts, if you, if you want to know. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a good listen yeah, to. There, yeah, exactly. Listen to us. Yeah, your public Library's official podcast. <laughs> if, if, especially if you do what I do and you put it on when you go to sleep and then you're like, oh, I listened to it all and you haven't. So <laughs> go listen again. Um, I also, um, I do Muay Thai, but obviously our gym has closed because of, you know, we had to. Um, so I've kind of, I've kind of been, I kind of been missing that a little. So um, they have been sending out, you know, like weekly kind of routines that you can do at home. Um, but we we had oh, a yeah. big like boxing bag in our gym or in our garage, I meant to say, sorry, at home that we decided to bring in because we had the time and we figured we might as well use it. Um, so we brought that yeah. in. So I've been doing that a little bit, um, but I found a guy on YouTube. Um, 
that I guess it's been slash watching, but mostly listening to because I listen as I do the workouts. But right. his name is Nate Bauer Fitness on YouTube, and he's from Toronto, Ontario. So fellow Canadian. Um, but he's a he's just a, a boxer. He doesn't do like Muay Thai kickboxing. But I really like his videos because okay. he has like really good um, like 10 to 30 minute hit style workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, like either using a boxing bag or if you don't have one, like a heavy bag. He does just does shadow boxing too or um, like different, you know, cardio workouts that you can do. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, he's so he's really good where he just kind of goes through. He has like some basic and more advanced ones. So you right. kind of l- learn the basic combos. And um, there was one that I actually did this morning because I saw it and I was like, oh, that looks really fun where he did like a boxing beats. So it was 30 minutes and you don't use the bag. You don't have to have your gloves on. And it's to the beat of music. So he's just like calling out combos and making you do different stuff. And it was such a good sweat. Like I haven't sweat like that doing a workout at home yet. So awesome. I would, and you can just listen to it. Like you put in headphones or if you just want to listen to it, if you don't have like wireless headphones, cause you do move around quite a bit, but you don't need a ton of space. Yeah. You don't need any equipment if you don't need to, if you don't want to even. Um, and it's just good to move, you know, listen to music and punch the air, get your aggression out, you know, <laughs> my back hurts yeah. from it. So Huh. Um, yeah, it's it's good just to get nice. moving, right? I might even try this. Huh? I'll I'll imagine? send you the link. I sent it to my mom because I was like, I think you'll like this too. And the, I like the heavy bag workouts because then you're actually hitting something and working on your technique. Yeah. But and he said too in his video, he's like, this is just a good fun way to like move and be fluid mm-hmm. and like have fun because it doesn't always have to be high yeah. intensity training. Like you can just have fun while you're mm-hmm. actually like moving your body too. So. Yeah, I like him. So, and he oh, has like a lot of videos nice. and he posts like about once one a week or so. So, check him out. So, you're always getting fresh. Yeah. Content. Yeah. Which I like because I was worried when I first saw his, the one video that led me to his channel. I'm like, oh no, this is from two years ago. He's probably not making videos <laughs> anymore. <nothing> but, uh, <laughs> jokes on me because he, he has a few. So, yeah, it was, I really enjoy him. So, that's what I've been listening to oh, as nice. I've been moving around <laughs> my basement. That's yeah. good though. Keeps like, me busy. Particularly because, like, with him, you don't necessarily need any equipment because it, it could be very difficult for people. Like, if you do want to get in shape, getting equipment at it's this a time borderline could be impossible, troublesome. Yeah. yeah. So if you can get something that's just like, no, do you have, are you do you have a body? Yeah, like, exactly. And that's what I like good. too because obviously, like, I know exercises I can do that are body weight things or with like the like limited equipment that I have. But yeah. if you want to ch- like go on YouTube and just search like twenty minute body weight workout and there's so much stuff on there and I find it's good too because I can work out by myself and like at at the gym it's fine it's easier for me but at home I find it a bit challenging but if you can find a video that you like to watch and it's like you're working out with someone else or they're telling you what to do and when to do it I find it so much easier. a lot more motivational it is because it's it's as if someone's there telling you to do it so you feel obligated to (laughs) but you don't you don't want (laughs) to let them down exactly come on so yeah I find that really helpful and there's a huge wellness aspect right. to like moving our bodies right now. Like we're, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think people are cooped up in their houses. They're not doing their normal things. And there's just, there's a lot of like, I think mental health benefit to, yeah, throwing on a YouTube video or going on to, you know, Lulu's Instagram channel and just doing I've that been loving those 20 ones. minute workout. Yeah. yeah the, the Lululemon content has been excellent. Yeah. Yeah. They had a really good, um, 
like a hit workout, just a 15 minute one that I've done a couple times. And mm-hmm. it's nice because the guy's doing it with you, but he's also like, come on, push yeah, harder. You push. And it. you're like, yeah, you're right. I do have to push harder. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> How did you know? It's just that extra motivation because when you're doing it by yourself, it's just so much easier to stop Sack halfway yes. or don't do that yeah. extra rep, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. What about you guys? What have, what have you all been listening to? What haven't you been yeah, exactly? <laughs> Maybe that's a shorter I, uh, list. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I did have to build a podcast back into my kind of day-to-day. I was missing it, mm-hmm. um, you know, not having that mm-hmm. commute. So while I cook dinner, I usually listen to something. Um, one that I think is really great for right now, um, and always, I liked it before too, is the Happiness Lab. So uh, Dr. Lori Santos, she's a um, faculty member at Yale, and she looks at the science of well-being. And so this podcast is a great um, companion for there's a Coursera course that she has as well, which I'm enrolled in. And I think um, uh, that's where I heard from yes. about it from you, <laughs> but from that. Yes. Course. But like that course. that's why. And I so it. it's been, you know, it's been really good. And I think people write off a lot of, you know, happiness content science or whatever, as like yeah. you know not legitimate but you know she does a really good job of legitimizing it and really you know this is the, when you think about who this course is designed for um that led to this podcast it's Yale students who are feeling more anxious more stressed out more concerned mm-hmm. about their future their grades um you know have more mental health challenges than kind of mm-hmm. in any other generation of students before them and I mean we see this even at the you know the local college level and, um, you know, she's, she takes some really good perspectives into what we can do in our lives to really influence our happiness. And, you know, there's certain things that obviously we just can't control. And this would be a good situation yeah. um, where there's nothing yeah. we can, any individual can do about this. Um, but what we can do is control our reaction to it. What we can do is, you know, follow public health guidelines. What we can do is, you know, yeah. focus our energies and meditate and, um, you know, practice, you know, mindfulness. And I, it's just, it's a very good podcast. The episodes are relatively short, I think 35 minutes ish. Um, and definitely a worthwhile listen to and something very out of the box for me. Um, as you'll hear from my other suggestions, I listen to, (laughs) I listen to a lot of like social science type podcasts and one that I really enjoy that, um, has a huge library. So if you're interested in things, um, it's called 99% invisible and it's, it's excellent. And it deconstructs the stories behind kind of everyday things. So, you know, if you've seen a curb cut before, which, you know, we all have, why is that there? And so there'll be a 40 minute episode on, you know, why are there curb cuts? Or if you, huh. you know, see a house, you see a lot of European houses that have some windows that are boarded up and, you know, it's like, why would you board up a perfectly good window? Well, because you used to get taxed based on the number of windows you had and like a big, you know, <laughs> a big backstory about that. So, um, you know, they do a really good job. They have a little series that I really enjoyed about um, clothing And I tweeted about it on International Women's Day around women's pockets. And why they're so small. Yes. And it's actually, (laughs) there's a whole podcast about it. And it really is exactly for the reasons that we think it is, right? It evolved from like, you know, women didn't need to carry anything. Women of privilege didn't need to have to carry anything. Yeah. Right. You don't, you shouldn't jingle where like you can't have. Right. Or you don't, and you don't need to carry (laughs) it. Or that we have like a purse, right? Yeah. So, or I guess, yeah, you know, it's, um, it's very good. And it kind of looks at those backstories. 
um, which I really enjoyed. And then, cause we've already touched on Dolly Parton, um, <laughs> a podcast. A nice little segue. Does she have yeah. a podcast? <laughs> she, well, she doesn't, but it's a series. It's called Dolly Parton's America. And she is interviewed in every episode. And usually there's a song connection and it really looks at like American, sociology from the perspective of Dolly Parton and Dolly Parton's music. And I know this sounds absolutely ridiculous, um, (laughs) but you know, she has, she's like a, she's a cultural icon who's lived through a lot of things like, you know, from nine to five to Jolene, potentially somebody has a theory that it's about a woman, like, like a lesbian encounter. Like it's, it is Ooh. an excellent, thoughtful podcast, and it you know talks about race and it talks about religion and feminism and just through this different lens. And I would say that's my favorite element of you know anything I'm reading or learning is to get a different perspective on things that maybe we already know, right? Because I think a mm-hmm. lo- like we have a yeah. you know pretty broad knowledge of things on a limited level, right? Through one perspective, yeah. and usually that's the perspective that we learned in high school or college or university or whatever. Um, so to be exposed to another way of looking at things, whether it's a cultural lens, a, you know, racial lens, a religious lens, it's just, it, you know, provides us with that extra context of why some people see the world so differently than, than me. And that's okay. Right. And so, and why it's it's exactly like yours is true. We all live our own truth. Like how we view something is strictly through the lens of how we were raised, how we, you know, what our cultural values are, what our religious values are. And it shapes every interaction that you have with people and every, you know, every experience that you have. And I think this one, it was very surprisingly excellent. And it's from, you know, Dolly Parton's lens and this, this reporter who was, whose dad happened to be friends with her. (laughs) No joke. That's wild. His dad's a doctor and he got to know Dolly Parton because she was a patient and then they became friends and it gave him really great access to her. And he really honored her, um, you know. And there's stuff that Dolly Parton, like, you know, gets really shaken down for. Like, she's never come out and said anything negative against Trump. She's never come out and mm-hmm. said anything positive for Trump. And her political, like, yeah. um, her lack of, you know, political, political involvement. involvement. People get really worked up about yeah. that. But they did a kind of a whole episode about why that is. And you kind of like, okay, well, all right. I guess that's where we are. And that's going to be okay. Kind of in um, like Netflix, they recently came out with a, like a a documentary on Taylor Swift. Yes. And she talks about that too, where like she is obviously, well, not obviously, it's not obvious, but is a Democrat and Mm -hmm. wouldn't have voted for Trump, but she never came out and said that. So people just automatically assume since you aren't saying that you're against him, you're obviously with for him. him. Yeah. And so then she, she did, she, she was told not to, but she came out and said like, you know, like I, I I'm voting blue, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I think it almost shocked a lot of people in a way because they were like, Oh, well, I would have just assumed because she didn't say anything. She was, you know, Mm -hmm. she's from the South. Yeah, she didn't want to get, you know, chastised yeah. for saying that she would vote Trump because that would obviously happen too, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's no way, it's lose, there's lose. no yeah. way to win. Exactly. Yeah, it's lose-lose so, for those folks. But. Interesting. Yeah, so those are some of the some of the ones that, I mean, I've got a ton more. And so if anyone's interested, <laughs> tweet at I, you. Tweet, I tweet yeah. stuff all the yeah, time tweet about me. all the podcasts I'm listening <laughs> to. Um, and there really is a ton of great content out there. And um that's what I yeah. love about podcasts. Like more or less, Something you can get for them for free too. Like, I just I don't even know how I came across this. I must have seen it on Twitter, I imagine. But 
like I really like Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. I like listening to her because I feel like she knows what she's saying and it makes me feel better that like maybe other people mm-hmm. are also doing the right mm-hmm. things and, like where they need to be doing the right things. So I saw like and I don't know who this guy is and perhaps it's an ignorance. I don't know. But his name is Ezra Klein. He has Ezra Klein show. It's a mm-hmm. Vox uh, podcast. And I saw maybe she tweeted it because I do follow her that she was a guest on there. So I've never listened to him. I don't know anything about him. Blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. I don't know anything about him. But I was like, I'm going to listen to an hour of Elizabeth Warren telling me how we're going to survive this. (laughs) Because I I feel like if anyone has a plan, it's Elizabeth (laughs) Warren. And I need to know that someone's else is listening to Elizabeth Warren's plan. So I just, I really like her voice. She's very like calming. She's very good at explaining things. It reminds me of like when she was on The Daily Show when it was still Jon Stewart and she explained how the financial crisis happened in 2008 and like it's just very like layman's terms like you don't need to have you know 46 million pre understandings of like how we got here it's like nope so this mm-hmm. is what it is this is the step that we're gonna get out etc cetera, etc cetera. so anyways i did feel somewhat better about this <laughs> which is like kind of relevant to to... because similar circumstances yeah. So it's like, it's what I think it's the newest episode. It's episode 316, um, if anyone is interested. Um, But it just made me feel better because it made me think, okay, there are still smart people in the world. Uh, There are still people that know way more than I do. (laughs) So someone's got this handled. It'll just take some time and things will be fine. I just like knowing that Elizabeth Warren is next to me. It made (laughs) me feel really good. Um, and then, so this is in my watch, but it's also in my listen because they just released it as podcast. <laughs> and um, it's going to sound really bad when I say it, but I'm going to say it. So Trixie Mattel. I knew it. Yeah, I'm like, it's coming. <laughs> yeah. Which we have tangentially talked a, about. A few times. Sage and I yeah. on our podcast. <laughs> and uh, whatever. So they have a YouTube show called, uh, which is <laughs> UN4Hs. It doesn't that's have how a I, That's how I'm feeling. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they, uh, World of Wow uh, Network, uh, Wow Presents, has now made it into a podcast. So all of their YouTube shows, which like some are fairly short, some are like seven minutes, some are as much as 20 minutes. Um, they're just in like little episodes so now you can just listen to their YouTube show which like sometimes it does have like visual references to like mm-hmm. what they're wearing or whatever but I've seen the episode that you can so just picture it in your head you I do not listen. need <laughs> yep I do not need so I was sewing over the weekend and I was listening to Dateline podcast which I love true yep. crime too so that those are just episodes but now in podcast form perfect also um, but then I was like you know what Dateline's a little heavy a little heavy uh, I'm gonna listen to my Trixie and Katya because they are my favorite things. Like they just, I love them. I love them so much. But uh, and Trixie has a ton of YouTube content as well, which I feel like I should have yeah. mentioned before. She has stuff on her cosmetics channel, and she has stuff on her other channel. And she's doing um, live concerts from her uh, living room. She's all by herself. <laughs> she gets in full drag on Friday nights and does live oh, great. covers. And she's actually a She's a very good musician, plays uh, guitar and auto harp and all kinds Incredible. of things and just does a lot of like 90s like music because similar age and all that kind of stuff. So I'm just loving it. So listening to their podcast, I just I just get so happy when I hear their voices. I love I just love everything <laughs> about them. And they're just like little little tidbits. 
and it just it makes me inexplicably Very happy nice. so yeah when they like I followed both of them on Instagram and when they announced they had this like funny announcement because obviously they were both <laughs> in quarantine so it was like separate announcements announcing their podcast kind of and I was just like oh my gosh I got really excited because I thought it was yeah. like a new podcast and like and there was going to be like an hour of Tristan Katya per week <laughs> but then it was like well it's a show and I'm like I'm still <laughs> are they okay going to be it. doing like actual like episodes <laughs> like, for it like new episodes or just um they are they started a new show that will be on YouTube I think starting next week because it airs first oh, on okay. Wow Presents and then it goes on YouTube just like their uh, show um <laughs> and it's called Trixie and Katya <laughs> yeah Trixie and Katya oh, okay. save the world so it's a show that they're doing from quarantine <laughs> and I'm just I'm really excited about it I really nice. really like them I hope that their book doesn't get delayed because I have it pre-ordered <laughs> for May and I've had it pre-ordered since I think November we will see. um so yeah I really I really want their book so I'll keep everyone updated on that because I know you'll all <laughs> well, be very and wondering like, about it. In general, and all the spinoffs are hugely uplifting. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a lot of good there. Yeah. yeah. And it's there's on Netflix. Yeah, like, there. some of the seasons are on Netflix too. Mm-hmm. So that's available to you. Yeah. So you can even watch like the yeah. latest All Stars on Netflix, which is great. And if you do have Crave, you can watch Ooh. the new season. They do like the one a week as oh, though you're a yeah. TV oh. channel uh, <laughs> release at nine. And I share my crave with multiple people because I'm very nice. And uh, because, like, obviously we're in quarantine, we're all, like, watching things. Um, I was like, we should so make you... a schedule. <laughs> but the only thing I actually care about is if anyone is on crave that prevents me from watching crave at 9 p.m. on Friday night. Everyone just say, since you're, changed. like, the, the uh, account holder, <laughs> can you, like, boot people off when you need to? Oh, yeah. I would, like... Friday nine o'clock. If I can't get on, <laughs> losing their passwords. <laughs> I don't know who's on. But you're getting don't off. care who's on. You're losing your oh, password. Yeah. So yeah, it's my favorite. Drag Race is such a yeah. It's yeah. a good watch too. And like RuPaul has that podcast as well. And so like they'll have the guests on RuPaul's podcast and host it with oh, nice. uh, Michelle Visage. And but I really like it when it's the queens. So like. I've listened to like the Katya ones, obviously, and the Trixie ones. And uh, there's some other queens on there that are some of my favorite queens. So I would say like, if you're a fan of Drag Race, and then you've maybe never listened there to a podcast, go. or you're like, oh, it's good RuPaul breakthrough content. Yeah, yeah, just go. <laughs> yeah, just go look for your favorite mm-hmm. queen and listen to that. And just episode. feel happy. Because we deserve that right now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We do. I think we forget Whatever that too because I, I I oh. saw a post. Um, it was on either on like Facebook or Twitter, and I had originally seen the post, and I was like, "That's kind of, I don't really like that." And then I saw everyone's responses to it, who felt the same way as I did, where it was it basically said like, yeah. "If you don't come out of this like with a new hobby or a new like project or something like that, yeah. you don't lack time, you lack discipline, you wasted your and time." And I was like, "I hate yeah. that so mm-hmm. much. <laughs> it's <laughs> awful. Like we yeah. are under duress." The yeah. fact that we, like, are yeah. working and raising families and, like, getting out of bed in the morning, that's enough. It is, yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> keeping yourself alive. Yeah, I read, and is... I, I read and shared an article from, I think, Washington Post with some of my workmates in our group chat. And it's like, you're not working from home. Like, not in the way that you think that working from no. home was going to look like. Like in your like wildest dreams, like three years ago when we never thought about pandemics, is like, what if I had the yeah? I had work from home work Wednesdays, from home. and it was like, like the best day ever because my office yeah. has a door into the hallway, and so 
I'm like, I'm in a heavily interrupted space, which is great because it means that people connect with me and I mean, there's tons of positives, but mm-hmm. then I needed that Wednesday at home to yeah. like really focus on like projects or whatever work that I actually needed to get done. And it's uninterrupted time. And you weren't under the and stress. And it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's like, but like I don't yeah. like this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really hard because you're, you're, you have this like yeah. underlying stress of going through this like once in a lifetime event. So it's not like you have the luxury of working from home, which is great. It's great to like sure. have jobs that are still yeah. there and like all that kind of stuff. But the idea that you can like have work from home, plan this like really ridiculous schedule for your kids to be entertained and yeah. to do your, their schoolwork. And then to also do like a meal plan and then Brave to also go get like, groceries, you know, <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Or, and then now yeah. you have that to learn a language. Sucked. Yeah, like, it did suck. No. <laughs> I saw someone who, who shared it with like a long yeah. post that I read and I really enjoyed. And she was really disappointed. I think she was like a social, like psychology oh, some, nice. somewhere in there. And she was really disappointed because it was like her yoga yeah. instructor that shared that. And oh, she was like, that gross. just seems so like uh, wrong. <laughs> it would turn it me would. off it really would. person who shared it as as like this is a legitimate thing it's like no everyone is under immense mm-hmm. pressure and stress to do things that they never thought they would do like I don't have children me too which like, <laughs> we are very lucky for me um but like but the idea of like working and homeschooling and or working and homeschooling and entertaining them, them and, and like making sure that they're not and then the New York Times is stri- publishing like, articles like how to keep your kid out of your video conference it's like no it's like let him in yeah. there don't care <laughs> nobody cares yeah if that's your well, biggest problem like and that's the thing yeah, I was just so like we like even though we do have all this extra time if you want to try a new hobby or like bake something or like try something new or do this learn a language that's fine if you feel yeah. well totally. enough to do that yeah if that's if how that's you keep your, busy that's yeah. great if all you're doing is waking up in the morning and like brushing your teeth that's fine too like mm-hmm. there's there's so many in-betweens that yeah. I think like saying that if you don't do this like you you wasted your time and and that you don't have discipline that you and all that stuff time, yeah. like yeah, that's so awful <laughs> yeah that person's a not a no. good person no and it was like in this cute font no. too and I'm like what the heck <laughs> Get out of here. It's yeah. a trap. <laughs> oh, so they were using like papyrus or that papyrus or whatever. Comic Sans? Or Comic no, Sans. not Comic Sans. Like, That's like get out of memes, here. Like those kinds of things. It was like a cute font yeah. that like if it was anything else, it would have been like this is an oh. uplifting motivational post. Right. But it was not. Oh. No. no. That's not motivational. That it just shames people bad. in even other if, ways. Yeah. No. Nobody has to learn a language. a lot during the day, to. you'll look at someone else and be like, wow, I did like nothing mm-hmm. compared to them you know yeah it is. the grass is always greener it's the it's yeah. now the neighbors <laughs> more productive like don't put that pressure no, on yourself no. holy smoke and it's easy to fall into those traps like no. so <laughs> don't do it to yourself people you know yeah. what? yeah get off, yeah. Get off do something that you enjoy and you know do t- do things for yourself if yeah. those things are just watching tv reading a book yeah. listening to things yeah do it taking a bath day. whatever i don't care mm-hmm. if you have yeah. the opportunity do it so that that is my yeah. advice today. <laughs> and now I feel a little bit bad that I shamed Mary for having <laughs> yeah. so good hair. <laughs> yeah, Claire. Although I, to be fair, my hair is to be always fair, dirty. She made Before that pandemic, it was dirty. Yeah. After pandemic, it's dirty. still dirty. <laughs> it's just you know, my hair is long and it goes up into a bun, and that just stays. Means I don't there. have to wash it. 
Well, and here's the thing, too, because I know you're not supposed to wash your hair, like, every day, every other right. day. But I have Same. an oily scalp, yeah. and I know it's probably because I wash it every day, every other yeah, day. Yeah, man! But, and I, <laughs> yeah. I know that I should try to, like, wait and do the whole thing. And now is the good time to do that, but I'm still yeah. afraid. <laughs> yep. I know I had those, I have had these exact same thoughts, Sage, because I also, like, in case people don't know us, I also have long hair. And I could be putting it up in a bun every day, Mary style, <laughs> until um, I get over this idea of having to wash my hair every day and blow dry it every day and it'll finally get normal. And exactly. no one sees me on a daily uh-huh. basis now. Like I have video meetings once in a while, but I still I still ha- don't have the courage. In the words of Elsa, <laughs> like, let it go. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see how I feel in a couple of days. It's so struggling. Yeah, so yeah, we'll keep you updated <laughs> on that too, my friend. Maybe I'll just shave my head. I don't know. Maybe check in with you next week. I know I had that thought too. It's like, well, I could shave my head because it'll get through like the well, awkward yeah, part. Like, um, don't do anything time. drastic to your like hair. A, a couple weeks ago, when like everything you <laughs> yeah. know was starting to ramp up and places were closing, my boyfriend like desperately yeah. needed a haircut. Like it was it was long because he'll let it grow in the winter because he just wears hats and toques anyway, and he has like this beautiful like auburn curly hair. Yeah. Um, and now he couldn't get his hair cut. Yeah. So he's like, well, <laughs> crap, what do I do? <laughs> so I gave him a buzz cut in my bathroom. Yeah. He's... <laughs> nice. Good move. So because he's wanted one forever. So he did it. And he's like, yeah, this is great. You can do it again. So next time when it grows out, I'm going to practice like, you know, doing a fade. Um, if it, yeah. if it doesn't turn out, we just shave it again. <laughs> like it's fine. You know, I think guys have it easier, but you know, <laughs> just yeah. get a girlfriend. To shave your head. Do. It's fine. our red deer public library i'm sure does not endorse people doing drastic things to their hair if you want you know what if you want to cut bangs times if you want to bleach your hair i don't know the library doesn't endorse it but i might it's your choice yeah if that's your self yeah yeah get your bangs just know that you're gonna have to live Mm -hmm. with them until they grow out which we all know she cut her bangs they turned out pretty okay and then my other friend um, bleached yeah. her hair. She gave herself highlights. And they actually turned out pretty good, too. So, you know what? Maybe it's not all bad. <laughs> just just do your research. Oh, boy. Those just are the two exceptions to the rule. It's not so be now you. that we've heard. <laughs> you never know. It might be. <laughs> Give it a try. Why not? It grows back. Oh. <laughs> yeah. This is my stage only if you want to tweet her directly at F- If it Black turns out bad. PL. She is the one. I didn't say nothing bad will happen. I said it it will grow back. (laughs) So good. (laughs) We all hope. Uh, So we digress again, which is my favorite part. But it is time to uh, say goodbye to you guys. So thank you guys. Yeah, thank you for being our guest. It was great to be on. This is a lovely way to spend an. A, a socially distanced evening. Yeah, I couldn't remember what day it was. I was about to say <laughs> yeah. a nice Wednesday night, but it blanked. You did it. Second, you were right, so. Sarah. Thank you. It is Wednesday. The days yeah. just seem to it you is know, Wednesday. stick well, together. Yeah. All the days are the same day. I saw every a funny Saturday, tweet. It was like, oh, the weekend's over. And now it's time for long weekend. <laughs> like talking about the week. Like, yeah, that's pretty accurate now. <laughs> but thanks for joining us, everyone. Yeah. Thanks for listening. So, Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week with. Uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. Unknown yet, but we'll figure it out. And uh, yeah, thanks again so for much joining fun. us, Mary. We appreciate it. Hopefully, we can meet in person yeah, one day. One day. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll have you on again. We'll have to. Okay, sounds sure. good. In sounds in our good. in our little yeah. studio at work when the time comes. <laughs> I look forward to that. Yeah. In our beautiful little <laughs> green room. Can't wait. One day we'll be back there. <laughs> All right, yeah. bye Claire, bye Mary. Yeah, bye Sage. Bye. See you guys later. Bye. Bye guys.